What's up, guys? Just want to give a big shout out for anyone listening to this, and I uh, hope it finds you well. Um, today, I'm going to go through the book of Job. Uh, honestly, this is probably my first book that I've ever actually sat down and read and went all the way through and studied uh, pretty thoroughly and, uh, you know, took notes, uh, wrote things down and things like that. And uh, I've known about the book of Job, and I actually had somebody back when I was in high school tell me about the book of Job, but they only told me the good things. They told me the very beginning and the very end of when Job lost everything and then Job got everything back uh, doubled. And, uh, <clears throat> but I kind of just want to run through the whole book. Um, kind of talk about it. And I, and I just, I love the book of Job. I'm going to say this. I love the book of Job because it's so realistic. I feel like when I'm reading it, I, I mean, I could put my name in for, uh, all of every time it talks about Job, I could put my name in there. You know, obviously I haven't lost everything like Job did, but um, definitely through trial, I have I have questioned God. I have you know um, I have tested God. I have you know questioned life. You know, I, I've been to the brink of you know to the the point of you know why am I even living and. Uh, and I thought it's just so realistic to me. This the story is, and I, I love it. And uh, it's just something that I can really apply to my life. Um, and that's what the word is for. You know, we take it and we read it and we study it, but we don't ever apply it to our lives. And that's uh, that's definitely a big step in our faith. Whenever you can sit down and after you get done reading a scripture, after you're done reading a story, whatever it may be, a book in the Bible, you don't just read it and forget about it. You read it and you apply it to your lives. You use it throughout your life and throughout your days as, you know, as you grow older and, you know, you speak on it and you refer back to it. And uh, I just pray that, you know, this finds somebody and, you know, maybe that you go through and start reading the book of Job and you find some things that you like through it. You know, there'll be things that I miss um, definitely because it is, you know, it's about 42 chapters. Um, like I said, it's the first book I've sat down and re- read. I absolutely cannot stand reading. Um, but, uh, I will say, you know, like in my last podcast, you know, once you start reading something and, you know, you start getting that, that little bit of light, it just, it, it's like a, you know, like a snowball, you know, it's just a snowball effect. Everything starts getting bigger and better. And it's just, I love it. Um, but obviously, if you know the book of Job, then you'll know some uh, some of the stuff I'm talking about. But uh, <clears throat> just kind of start off um, in the book of Job. It is about uh, obviously Job. He is um, he's considered one of God's most faithful uh, most faithful servants, and Satan kind of questions that, and he's like, "Well, you've given him everything, and so why wouldn't he be faithful to you?" And so they kind of you know God and Satan kind of do like a almost like a bet. Um, and Satan's like, you know, if I take everything, you know, if he doesn't have everything that he has, I guarantee you he will turn his back on you. And God's like, okay, let's make a bet. And so they do this. And he says, just one thing is, uh, <clears throat> you can't hurt Job. You can't, you can't physically put him in, you know, you can't put him in physical pain. Um, and so what ends up happening is, uh, Job lost everything. Um, right here in, uh, let's see here in, um, the first chapter, he goes through in 17 all the way to 19. Um, it talks about him losing everything while 
and 17 it says while he was yet speaking there came also another set and said the chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and carried them away yeah and slain the servants with the edge of the sword and i only am escaped alone to tell thee 18 says while he was yet speaking there came also another and said thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house 19 says and behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are all dead. And I, I only am escaped alone to tell thee. And so Job in a blink of an eye lost all of his, you know, his animals. He lost all of his children. And, you know, to even fathom that would be, you know, I can't. I couldn't fathom something like that happening in a blink of an eye uh, to just lose absolutely everything I have. Um, and so for him to, you know, uh, for him not to, you know, just hate God is amazing to me. But right here, uh, right after he is told about his children dying, in uh, chapter 1, verse 20, it says, Then Job arose and went and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down fell down upon the ground and worshiped and he just you know he's talking to god and he's you know he's asking and uh this whole time satan truly feels like job is just going to turn on him even job's wife tells him you know he says uh you know and this is chapter two, verse nine. It says, "Then his then said his wife unto him, Doest thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die." And, it, and he told, he said, but he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall receive good at the hand of God? Shall we not receive evil? And all this did Job sin, did not Job sin with his lips. And so, you know, even Job's wife is like, dude, God, you know, curse him. Like he, he's done this to you. And, um, and like I said, just throughout this chapter, so many times I've felt this way. Um, in chapter 3, uh, verse 3, it says, Let the day perish where I was born. I feel like there's been times in my life where I'm just like, and why was I even born? You know, like, just take my life. I just want to be done with it. Um, and it sucks. But we just got to keep pushing through. And pretty much uh, a majority of the book of Job is pretty much him and his buddies talking. Uh, his, he has three friends that kind of try to come and comfort him. And what they end up doing is they end up kind of uh, justifying what's happened to him rather than just being, you know, saying, you know, sometimes this stuff happens. Sometimes these things happen into our lives. Evil comes in. And we have to just, we have to take it and we've just got to go to the God. And I'll guarantee you, anytime you're in a storm and you can rely on God, you'll come out better than you was when you went in. And so, like I said, just going through, um, Vader just constantly, you know, constantly telling him, well, this is why this happened. This is why that happened. And uh, <clears throat> one, um, one verse I liked in chapter 11, verse 16, because thou shalt forget thy misery and remember it as waters that pass away. Um, you know, I heard a man speak one time and say, you know, he, he used the phrase of this too shall pass. Uh, good times will pass just as, just as much as bad times will pass. You will have seasons of doubt. You'll have seasons of fear. You'll have seasons of failure, just as you have seasons of success, 
seasons of courage and seasons of you know of just winning constantly in your life and just joy um but we have to stay you know steadfast in the god and just grounded and uh, and then over in chapter uh, 15 says in chapter 15 verse 6 thine own mouth commendeth thee and not I yeah thy own lips testify against thee art thou the first man that was born or was, or was thou made before the hills and uh, <clears throat> actually right before that in 4 it says yes thou cast off fear and restraint prayer before God for thy mouth uttereth thine iniquity and thou choosest the tongue of the craft um, you know our tongue is powerful and we have to be careful with what we say. Um, but I will say this. It is so easy for us to, you know, for something bad that we physically see right in front of us, for it to happen to us. And then just willingly, just fully out, full out, all faith, all trust in God and some, some, in something or somebody we don't see. And so um, <clears throat> it is really hard for Job to just really take all this, take all this in and just say, okay, God, I trust you. Um, and so, like I said, pretty much, you know, right after that happens, right after his family's taken away and all his cattle and everything and all his animals, he just really is sitting here and questioning everything, everything that, uh, that he's been through. And like I said, all his buddies are kind of like just trying to justify it and, um, trying to justify what happened to him. And just some of the notes I've written down throughout it, uh, one note right here is earthly pleasures are never good long time only temporary and I believe it's in Corinthians it talks about you know the trophy that you're chasing is it is it a is it an earthly trophy that will eventually just rust that will grow rust on it and will just uh, you know turn to dust or is it that trophy that everlasting trophy that trophy of you know I've got Jesus Christ inside of me you know I've got the Holy Spirit inside of me and I'll be spending you know I spend pleasures with him eternally rather than temporarily. <clears throat> um, and this is one, this, this note right here I put, uh, and I've, I've told myself, I've heard this a lot, um, and I, I really like it. And it said, if life is easy and the devil isn't messing with you, then you're in trouble. But when the devil is trying to hurt you and life seems very tough, then the devil is in trouble because you're growing closer to God. You know, why would the devil mess with you if you're living an earthly life? Why would the devil even worry about really, really focusing, putting his time into you with, you know, putting thoughts into your head? Because you're just living, you know, you think you're living your best life and you're out here, you're, you're living, the, living this, this very simple life. And, you know, the devil's like, well, you're just doing my work for me. Thank you. But when he's focused on these people that are, you know, in their word, they're worshiping, they're growing they're repenting these 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 sinful natures that that we've done in the past we're not letting them take hold of our lives anymore we're getting closer to god and that's when the devil will start working on you that is when the devil will start working on you and i've noticed that you know you've heard you've heard the saying a lot of people have heard the saying is you know people in your life they're either, they're either a blessing or a lesson and that's so true because god will send people in your life to bless you just like the devil will send people in your life to bring you down. And I think that's true because, you know, there's been people in my life that, you know, I may still love, but, you know, they've taken me into a wrong direction. 
and there's been people in my life who have how have allowed me to grow in my faith have held me accountable in my faith and those are the people you want to stay around and um so the devil is always working and so just know that whenever you're going through hard times man and it just feels like the world is against you the world is against you i need you to realize that because we don't live in a we don't live in a godly world we don't live in a world that is just filled with you know god fearing people we live in a world that that you know sin is is alive and is, and is on fire here and so when you feel like the world is against you it's probably because the world is against you and god is with you and it's you and him battling the world because like i said we don't live in a godly world we live in a sinful world and so the devil will find i mean there is a thousand millions of ways the devil has to get to you but you've got to stay grounded in your word man and uh that's why i like the book of job because he it's like he almost gets to the brink of just just giving up and then he's like god why man why did this happen to me and i've been i've been in a point in my life where i've, I've sat down and i've asked that exact same question of god why did you do this to me and you know i heard somebody say well what if he just whispered back to you and said why not you because most of the time when you're growing through a storm and things seem not to be going your way, God's preparing you for something so much greater on the other side of that. And uh, like I said, just going through here and um, seeing my notes and everything, there's this guy named, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt to pronounce it, Eliho. Uh, he's a, he's um He's this guy that comes in. Uh, it's kind of random. Um, I've kind of did some studying, maybe talked about, you know, the timelines off. And this guy came in after the situation and kind of was talking to Job and his friends. Um, but he's really upset with Job because he's like, dude, you are seriously sitting here and challenging God. And, you know, he, he's upset about it. And he's like, you know... <clears throat> You can't, you know, in so in, the ch in chapter 32, it says, So these three men ceased to answer Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was kindled the wrath of Eluhu, the son of Berachel, the Bazite, and the kindred of Ram against Job was his wrath kindled because he justified himself rather than God. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled because yet they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. And, um, you know, Whenever he called them out, you know, it kind of stunned them. And I know in my time, in my life, there's been times where I'm just like, man, why is God doing this, man? Why is that? Why is this? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off. I'm angry. Uh, I'm frustrated. And somebody's like, man, why are you putting that on God? And I don't really have anything to say. I'm just like, well, no, you know, you're right. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I'm putting that on God. And, <clears throat> uh, flipping to, towards closer to the end and kind of wrapping this up in chapter 42 Job says I know that thou canst do everything and that and that no thought can be withheld from thee who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge therefore I have uttered that I understand not things too wonderful for me which I knew not here I beseech thee and I will speak I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me i have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear but now my eyes seeth thee people attempt to question god 
and everything that happens in our life, like he's going to give us an answer. I'm here to tell you that God, like we are not intended to know God's purpose for us. We are not. Like in, in no form of fashion will we ever be able to say it hit and it clicked. And I now I know everything God is doing in my life. You just, it's just how it is. That is the point of faith. If God told me this is exactly what's going to happen in your life, no matter what, then there's no point in faith. Faith is, you know, <clears throat> believing without seeing. And so we have to be able to have faith in God that no matter what we are going through, he's, go he's going to, you know, give us, give us what we need in our times, you know, and, uh, in scripture, it says, you know, God will not put you through anything that you cannot handle. And I like that, but a lot of people take that out of context. You know, oh, well, you know I can't go anything I can. God won't put you through anything you can't handle with him. But some things he will put you through that if you don't have him, it will break you. It will completely break you. And so, um, like I said, just to really wrap this up, I love the book of Job. It is so, it is so truthful. It is so, you know, like I said, just realistic. I feel like, I, like I'm, I've lived that life uh, through certain parts of it, obviously. Um, I haven't, you know, lost any, you know, lost everybody in my life or anything like that. Um, but this whole time, still, Job never really just cursed God and was just like, I hate you and I don't want you. This whole time he stuck by him in a sense, you know. Questioning God is just is just something that we do. That's something that our humanly, our flesh does. That's just something that our our human selves do. Um, and I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, it's okay. Yeah, questioning God, but it's something that's almost inevitable whenever we, whenever we go through really really hard times, especially when we're young in our faith, is we start to question. You know, why did this person? Why did you take this person from me? Why did why did you take that sport away from me? Why did you take this friend away from me? You know, why, why did I grow up without parents and things of that nature? And so we really question God about those things. And, you know, so it's going to happen. Uh, try your best not to, but it's definitely going to happen. Um, but in times like, those, times like those, that's just when we really have to buckle down and just be grounded in our word. Man, I, I've, you know, there's been so many times where, you know, I've been upset. Um, I've been really upset in my life. And it just took a scripture to change that. It just took sitting in my car by myself on the way to school, on the way to work, and listening to worship music. That's all it took for me to say, man, God is so good and God is so great. Why, why, am, I, why am I acting like my life is over when, when I've got God on my side? And so just remember to always have God on your side. And I'm just going to pray it out. Um, God, thank you for your word. God, thank you for the book of Job. Thank you for what it means, God. God, I thank you for allowing me to, to see what you wanted me to see as I read the book of Job. God, I pray that uh, if anybody does listen to this podcast, God, I pray that it finds them and that it helps them and it leads them. Uh, I pray that. If they have questions about the book of Job, I pray they either a, reach out or most importantly, God, I pray that they just they dive into the book of Job, God, and they read it and they study it. And they don't just they don't just be become hearers of the word. They become doers of the word. They take the word, God, and they apply it to their lives, God. And I pray that I do the same. Um, 
God, I just thank you for everything, and I thank you for your son and for what he represents and for what he's done in my life. And I pray that anybody that's hearing this and, you know, they're not saved, God, I pray that they just they reach out to you, God, and nobody else, God, because it's a relationship between you and them. God, and I pray that they find you because I know that you're there knocking on their hearts, God. In Jesus' name, amen.